Welcome to Maybe Don't, a variety show with conversations and comedy. comedy. One could argue that. This week on the show, we welcome our second ever guest, Matt Apodaca. Woo! We talk about over-consuming comedy. Not on this show. And under-consuming quality time. And the quality starts right on the next episode. You song. Kevin. Do we start with the monologue joke? I think we start with the monologue jokes. Would you like to start or would you like me to start? I've been, ooh, the, the uh, eternal question. Yeah. Who's sucks? I'm going to start. Monologue. Okay. Yeah, good All idea. Right. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show. Opening monologue jokes. Uh, okay, Kevin. Hi. What did the, so in an elementary school, there's a class of 40 students. And they're oh, all it's like a riddle. Yeah, and they're all 90 years old. I mean, this is classic comedy. So they're all nine years old. One day a school policy passes that requires all these students, keep in mind there's a class of 40 of them and they're yeah. all nine, to play in the same football team. What is this team called? The, the 49ers. 49ers. This is episode 27, and it's the first one I've <laughs> gotten the joke. I mean, our show fucking sucks. Like <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> we knew that though. Yeah. Okay. I guess my joke should go second because okay, it's a perfect yeah. transition. All right. Do you know that Bad Boys Three premiered last weekend? Oh, of course. Did you know the original title was Three Bad Boys? The episode of Maybe Don't with Matt Apodaca, our guest. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> our wonderful guest today. Yeah. Is a podcast producing superstar, <laughs> improviser, writer. You know him from Candy Dinner, uh, What's With These Homies, Talking About Weezer, <laughs> an upcoming exciting uh, podcast that I think he's kind of announced on Twitter. Yeah. Um, please don't interrupt me. <laughs> uh, how Did This Get Played, Culture Kings, and so many more. It's Matt Apodaca. Hi guys. Hi Matt. Wow, what a thrill! <laughs> I there are very, there are very few rooms that I feel like that I could be perceived as a bully. <laughs> I was just about to say that was um, you. You sound very very kind for someone that just had to sit through a lot of bullshit. Oh no, yeah. that was great. That was a real that was a real treat. Are you uh, kidding me? <laughs> Um, man, as as we are all podcast producers, we know the industry in and out. We're here smoking our big cigars. Look, we're we're loaded. We're, okay, we're loaded. I wanted to ask you: Are there any tropes of podcasting before we get into the main format of the show, which is maybe don't and, maybe and very do, clear and very clear? Which oh wait, is, we're recording right now. Yeah, we're recording. There's right one now. of the tropes. <laughs> um, are there any podcast Remember? tropes that you specifically like or dislike? I like when people say, "We'll cut that out." And then leave it in. Classic. That's a good one. Uh-huh. I like. I like when people sort of when they get an ad or something, mm. they sort of like act like they're bigger than doing it. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, uh, like there's a famous one where Bill Burr mm-hmm. is like reading a Sherry's Berries ad, <laughs> and he's just like screaming like, "What the fuck is Sherry's Berries?" He's like laughing, cracking up. It's actually very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I love that. And I love when people uh, think, oh, I thought I was going to be on camera. Mm, I thought this was, yeah. I, I came all dressed and <laughs> I'm just, I'm just here talking. There's no cameras here. And this is Conan O'Brien, right? Well, did you know that he needs a friend and that he invented the podcast? Uh, he did after cereal. Yeah. Um, 
Matt, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We're so excited to have you as our second guest. I, I wish I could have been the first. Um, Can I say honestly, that? Honestly, so did we. <laughs> you hear that, Zig? No. <laughs> Definitely not. There's no way Zig is still listening. No. Um, I want to say something really quick about Matt please. that's really impressive. He's one of the few people I know that is still very passionately invested in improvising and sketch writing mm. and UCB. I've seen that perform. Outside of already doing it all day for his job. Mm -hmm. I don't know anyone that like works here all day and then is like goes home and is like, and I want to keep doing this. Yeah. Right. Well, I, we haven't talked recently, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is the first time I've seen Matt since his first day. Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I still uh, am a active uh performer at ucb i'm on a herald team uh pony protect our nation's youth mm. uh i don't foresee how much longer it's like not being on that i love being on the mm -hmm. team i don't know how much longer i don't know ucb like will have me it. i don't know yeah. how much longer i'm gonna be there it's like it's one of those things i i fantasize about um every time I'm at, a, I'm at a grocery store now i'm just like wow i remember this life just like <laughs> buying groceries, but like just like working at a grocery store and putting groceries back, mm -hmm. or like yeah. I have to go get my car serviced soon. I'm just like, wow, cars just kind of stay there when they're broken, huh? And they don't have to take it home. That's great, but it's look, I'm having a lot of. I think because what's happening to me right now is that I'm in the presence of two uh, sad boy kings. That's hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, two absolute zeros, nothing. We do want people to feel better when they leave. I don't know if this is the way that they should feel better. No, I think what's hap happening right now is that I'm completing the Triforce oh. of uh, of guys, like of, of people our age. We're all around the same age. Mm -hmm. Song is far younger than me, and I am I'm aware of it. I'm just a little baby. I'm just a little podcast Does have baby. A bib. That's my, well, yeah, you're wearing a bib and, and a diaper oh. <laughs> over your pants. Um, it's my profession. It's a power move. Uh, on... How did this get played? I'm significantly younger than Nick and Heather. <laughs> uh, and so I bring that up as much as I can. But you're actually much younger than me. And I'm I'm at an age now where my body just hurts sometimes okay. like for no reason. Do you sleep through the night? No. I don't either. I don't. I woke up this, this very night, the night before, yeah. sleeping. To pee? Well, no. I was thirsty. Oh. And then a second time, because of course I drank water. <laughs> And then I had to pee. Yeah, I um, had to pee last I, night. I just want to say I sleep great. But you, song, I hmm, think okay. you're well with not the atrocities sleeping. you've committed. <laughs> I think uh, you, song, you fall asleep with Twitch streams playing yeah, uh, next to your I, bed. That I, would horrify me. I fall asleep with someone else's stream of consciousness pouring into my brain. I've, Is it healthy? No. I've actively tried to stop. I used to be yeah. a, a TV on while I fall asleep. Like with the timer on the TV right. thing, mm -hmm. and now I I've 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 switched mostly to uh, I'll, I've started to read like a half hour before I go to sleep. Oh, what have you been reading? Nothing good because I don't I'm not <laughs> I'm not smart and I don't like I don't like <laughs> books that are gonna make me smarter. So I'm reading a Star Wars novel. <laughs> uh, there's an, uh, there's a trilogy uh, that follows uh, the original trilogy. So it's like mm. a, it's a sequel trilogy that took place in books that is now no longer considered canon. Uh, probably all your listeners just turned it off. Mm -hmm. uh, another mm -hmm. trope people say that. <laughs> uh, and, but 
it's interesting. It's nice that you think they turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> For them, it's nice. I'm thinking kindly of them. Uh, and it's it's just it's fine. Like it's a it's a it's a fine book. There is a part of it. There was a part in it recently that made me insane uh-huh. because it's like being overly descriptive about this thing that Luke is drinking that he wakes up from his bed. He sure. couldn't sleep because he's stressed uh-huh. and he's like, he fixed himself this like this exotic drink that Lando Calrissian um, like, taught him about and it's from another region or whatever. Incredible. And then the word for it is hot chocolate. <laughs> and it made me, it took me out of it because I was just like, they could have called it anything. So Star Wars sucks. Uh, I'm upset. <laughs> they call jazz jizz, but they kept hot yeah, chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Call hot chocolate jizz. Call anything <laughs> you want jizz in Star Wars. They should have had more jizz stuff. That's Spe- what I, my biggest complaint. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I, I do want to veer more towards jizz stuff and less <laughs> towards YouTube videos because I do think that it is slowly yeah. killing me. I do have a stack of... Uh, well, I have the other two books in this trilogy and yeah. this other book that I bought that I'm like, okay, I'm going to read these. Because, like, 30 minutes is nothing. And then by the time of end, uh, the end of my 30 minutes, your boy's sleepy. And that's, I do have a better night yeah. of sleep when I do that instead. Sure. I finished um, a book last night, Brag, I know, yeah. uh, called 10% Happier. And it ends how, how, with an. How uh, do you feel? Pissed. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but it ends with. Uh, it ends with a four-page Q&A with the author. Ugh. Ugh. I, like, I don't want to talk back with a book. Yeah, yeah. it's like, we just finished this, too. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm done. I'm yeah. tapping out. Uh, Kevin, was that book always, um, uh, did you only pay 90? No, keep going. I, I feel it. You only pay, did you only pay 90% of the full price, thus making you 10% happier? That's I want to right. fucking kill myself. Before can I, I give you a little, the, yeah. can I give you some advice, you saw? Yeah, absolutely, Matt. <laughs> absolutely. So, I, so people, Kevin will attest to this as well. Uh-huh. And as someone who sees me every day, <laughs> um, I have a, Commit. Dis, a, a disease, yes, where I, um, what I, if I make a joke, yeah. even if it's the worst thing I've ever thought, yeah. like wherever came up with. Sure. I'll just no finish. How I'll just problem it, fucked no, up it is. No, it's never bad because I my brain is nice and good. Yes. Right, right. Um, no matter how dumb it is. Yeah. No matter how, mm. no matter how dumb it is, I'm always aware of how dumb it's about to be. Right. I just finish and say the whole thing because then guess what? It's over. If somebody liked it, great. If not, that's also fine and mm-hmm. fair and correct. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want you to. I don't want you to uh, do that to yourself anymore. I think you deserve that's to say nice. all the dumb things you want to say. Well, as as annoying as it is as a coworker, <laughs> we. <laughs> We do stand because he commits so hard to it. You got to give it up. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to give it up. Look, that no one is operating uh-huh. on the level that I am. If, if, <laughs> it, He's not wrong. You And Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing shots out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic um, hockey move. He's just throwing the throwing shots the shots. Speaking of uh, being dumb but nevertheless persisting, Kevin, just an sure. update for our listeners. Just yeah, a little persisted. housekeeping. Sure. <laughs> um, hey, we're having guests on. Mm-hmm. Like it or not. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love this energy. All right. He took uh, You saw Matt- just pulled a gun out of his belt. <laughs> he took Matt's note. <laughs> hey, listen up, up, fuckos. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, no, sorry. Um, so we're going to have guests on, and then on the episodes that we don't have guests on- That's when you'll get all our sad boy shit. That's when you get all of our sad boy shit. And we're not going to be, oh, two weeks on, oh, two weeks off. No, 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 no,
We're coming at you randomly. We're coming at you inconsistently. Consistently random. Yeah, consistently random. The candy dinner model. Perfect. <laughs> the candy yeah. dinner model. Yeah. Should we mosey? Let's mosey. Uh, welcome to our first segment. Maybe don't with? With? Matt. Matt. <laughs> Matt. One, how do you feel? Two, what's something that you've done in your past that if you could go back and like talk to yourself now that you would say like, hey, maybe don't, maybe don't do that. Okay. So um, can I jump in already? Yes. Mm. Someone teased me Matt's story today. What? Neener, neener, neener style. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I know the story. Yeah. <laughs> no, someone said, Matt told me his maybe don't today and I screamed and then they pulled out their phone to tell me what he said and I said, stop. I want to hear it live. Well, wow. <laughs> That's restraint. I threw their phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very excited about this. Yeah, you're the Joaquin I've, Phoenix of our podcast. I really am. You're really and in it. I'm kind of a joker. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do live in a society. <laughs> uh, I apologize for interrupting. Go for it, Matt. I, so before I say this, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Yeah, I like you guys, and I want you guys to continue to like me. Mm, this sounds like a lot of conversations <laughs> I, you, Song, and I have had. Are we about to break up? <laughs> no, I just don't want you to like think less of me. Oh, of course not. As, as I say this. No. We'll or see. the people listening. I've pooped outside in front of someone before. You, Song. Yeah. <laughs> I picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> you like went and found it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know who's worse. <laughs> Like, I gotta go see if it's still there. <laughs> so for forty dollars on Patreon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The year is 2015. Mm-hmm. I at this point in my life, I'm 20 like 24 going on 25. Yeah. I just was out of a what I would call one of the bigger breakups of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh and I, Your comedy career in my comedy career, it's still getting my in my yeah in my in my comedy career. It, this story, oh Kevin, you're so close. Great. The movie Whiplash has been out. In oh, great, great. Not quite my story. Not quite my. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were in elementary school when Whiplash came out. I think you saw. Um, yeah, but Just so the a movie, little baby J.K. Simmons is scary. <laughs> so I watched this movie and I'm like, wow. Obviously, if you don't know the movie, it's about a teacher. Scary teacher mm-hmm. is abusive. mad, is abusive, and mad at his student for not being as good as he can be. Right. So pushes him through a cycle of abuse to make him a good drummer. I don't know if that's an accurate portrayal of the story, but that's basically what happens in the movie. I agree. I see this movie. You clap. I clap, and I think I'm gonna do this to <laughs> me. <laughs> and. But I don't drum. I take, I take improv classes and sketch classes. So this year, what am I going to do? I'm going to become so good at improv and sketch comedy. And then so from... I like the intent. The intent's not bad, but I, I think I got the wrong thing from the movie. Yeah. Mm. It was I, inspiring to you. It was inspiring to me. It right. was not a cautionary tale. Because this guy right. also in the movie lost everything that he had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everything good, basically. He got in a big accident as well. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> hey, if we're spoiling Whiplash, you apologize to us. Yeah. yeah, you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. I took from December 2014 to October 2015, 11 
sketch and improv class. Wow. Oh, my God. Yes. And this is here in. This is here at UCB, okay. yeah. So I took 11 UCB classes. Mm-hmm. We're on the UCB roof. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, they're very confused. Uh, and some people are just trying to do uh, Crazy Eights before a show. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, I took 11 classes within the span of a year, basically. Jeez. And I think about this a lot as what I would consider the absolute worst year of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not that's not an indictment on the school, and it's not about right. being a performer or anything. It's about me doing that to myself. Sure. Because I was in, like, sometimes three at a time. Yeah. Right. Like, so I'd be there all day. Like, because I was st- stacking them, too. So it's like, oh, just back to back to back. And those classes are three hours long. So I sometimes there'd be days where I was there for nine hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just doing, like, taking, like, a class, like, on this focus in improv, then doing a sketch, and then going into a different improv class. And... The thing that makes people good improvisers is not taking a bunch of classes. Yeah. It's just not. Like yeah. in, spe- in like uh, sketch also, that what makes people good at comedy in general is their experience and like the things that they're taking in and like the, just like the input, like the input mm-hmm. from the outside world that's not comedy. Yeah, they're like point of view. Yeah, exactly. And so I spent a year uh, learning as many different ways to... Um, express a point of view for a point of view I did not have anymore because I was a clean slate because I was only doing classes. Right. And I think about this. All your monologue stories were like, in my other improv class. Basically, I didn't do a damn thing. I didn't like see movies. I didn't like go to anything or like go to museums Mm -hmm. or just be outside or read. Like it was just like, that was an absolute nightmare for me. And I hated, I hated that I did it after. Uh, Of course, then I got on Harold Night and it was all worth (laughs) it. Yeah, immediately (laughs) worth it. But and I love I love the classes that I've taken there. And I'll say also, mm-hmm. this was a very um, uh, pri- privileged p- position to be in mm. because I I was working at the theater at the time, so mm. I was spending a lot of my time there. I, you know, I was a an employee, and what, one of the things a, a benefit I guess you could call it of working there is that you got classes for free. Oh, and so I uh, every single one of these classes was free. Wow. All eleven of them. That's a lot of. That's a lot. Yeah, and. Now, knowing some uh, things that you might have read in the newspaper about the financial situation of UCB, <laughs> I'm sure they don't Things love, are starting to add up. Yeah, that this happened. But I'll also point out there was not any rules at the time. Right. There were no regulations no. at the time about how many you could take or like when or things like that. When... I <laughs> Matt, are you saying you're responsible for the dubious financial security of the UCB improv theater? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, but okay. I am saying that I there there is a reason now that there are restrictions on how many <laughs> classes you can take at once if you're an employee at UCB. I'm looking and, at the contract. This is called the Matt Apodaca clause. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they did name it after me because they. I've been told many times that p- many different people have heard that the reason that you can't do this anymore is because of me. My name is you. That's that's a high honor. It's like getting a sandwich named after you, right? And like I love being on my team. My team is very important to me. They're like a second family to me. I love them all so much, and I love performing with them every week. And yeah. I love uh, the opportunities that the theater has given me as well. Uh, we should mention that Matt Basser is behind you, pointing a gun at your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's for an entirely separate thing, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that uh, that year was I felt damaging to me, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. socially and mentally, sure, and just was exhausted. And I also wasn't living. In LA at the time, I was living like home. You were commuting. So I was basically. commuting like several hours, like not not several hours, but like 
30 miles away, basically, which could turn into several hours yeah, in a car. Right. So uh, it was, that was basically my Joker origin story. Oh my God. I think there is a, a very relatable thing of assuming like overconsumption will just be a solution. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I had that too, and a much smaller extent, but I was taking, I remember taking two classes at the same time and yeah. being like, well, I'll, I'll, be doing ASCAP by Friday. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that, and that's funny because they don't have ASCAP on Friday. Um, you you, f- you fucking idiot. You dog. <laughs> Shows how many classes I attended. Um, but I do think that that is a, I don't know why we, I wonder if like movies have, uh, yes. I mean, yeah. your whole story was about movies, but I do think uh, movies do send the wrong message sometimes mm. of like, if you work harder than you should um you'll win yeah basically and sometimes that's true but that doesn't mean that's right yeah and that it's like no healthy. Yeah. it's like if you have rich parents you win yeah Sorry. of course yeah that's absolutely that's yeah. the that's the easiest way to win yeah and mm-hmm. truly i wish i I, mm. <laughs> I wish i could win that way but i mean i was given these i'll say too i counted today mm. i think in my time from, I haven't taken a class since uh, 2018. Mm. Uh, it, but from it, from 2018 to when I started in 2012, which is uh, six years, I took 27 classes. Holy, Holy shit. shit! And I took, and four of them I paid for. Wow. So one of them was a uh, diversity scholarship. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah, and then some of them were for intern credits. I think I got six intern credits. Uh, so that's four. Uh, then five for the diversity one, and then six intern credits. That's eleven classes that are. That's almost like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, no, I I've done the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's over ten thousand. Holy yeah. shit! Um, it's probably like closer to twelve. Uh, because with the price changes and right. stuff since I started, but um, so I yeah, so those eleven were before I was a paid employee. So as a paid employee, I uh, guess I'm doxing myself. Um, <laughs> As a paid employee, so 11 of those, 27, uh, 16 of those uh, they paid for. Wow. That's incredible. And that's great. That That's a sure. thing that they offer. Yeah. Uh, and they also, I will say, uh, paid me um, like way better than I thought I could be paid for working there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was in the front and like things happen and like, um, I mean, I was like, like like often verbally abused by customers and stuff uh threatened with physical violence really uh, oh yeah all the time i don't know if this is okay but uh you can leave it in it's fine mm-hmm. uh, but i i paid for doughboys and you're telling me i can't sorry uh oh i sorry i'm just saying things i don't and that was mitch <laughs> <laughs> edit that out leave that in um but it was yeah like that was such a weird year mm. i'll say because like now some of my favorite things to do are like go just be outside yeah yeah and like or like have a nice chat uh my girlfriend and i now we go we like to go to museums or just like go for a walk and that's that's i think better you're gonna find more things you think are interesting just by going out and doing things yeah. than you mm. are will ever it's not worth it the, like i mean take a class don't take 11 yeah. yeah. I have a question. Yeah. How did you like slowly reintegrate yourself back into society? And this sounds like a joke, but like, well, I'm genuinely curious. The, the best the best thing about these classes that uh, is a benefit is that it comes with a community. Right. So like you're 
for, you see you're seeing all the same people all the time so it's like oh like this is good at least i see my friends but even that is sort of surface level you know what mm. i mean because they're you're all trying to do the same thing too but like i don't know i've felt this as someone who's gone up in the ranks or whatever whatever you want to say about it the, people get mad when you succeed if they're your friends sure, still like and absolutely. it's like it kind of sucks i hate that kevin got promoted to senior producer yeah. here <laughs> i'm fucking furious I'm, i fucking you should see this guy's attitude i know but i tried to sabotage you song's uh <laughs> interview with <laughs> <She-Hulk>. <laughs> um no i think that's that's yeah. very true and it's a good test of like who your actual friends are yeah and so like i have those people still and like the people on my team are those people mm-hmm. um and I still have, like, a nice little group of uh, people I would consider friends uh, from that community and, like, from those times. But, at like, a lot of those relationships are uh, sort of, like, from a distance. Yeah. Because you don't really – you're not really knowing much about these people. Mm-hmm. Like, you're hanging out with them in class and you're, like, having fun, but – there's like it's so many people. It's not like a real out. thing. No, it's just not it's real. All... It's like it's manufactured a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I lost sort of my train of thought. I was going to say about about that specifically. Was there a particular highlight? Not in those necessarily those eleven classes, but um, in in uh, in your entire. Uh oh. <laughs> all right. Look, Paul's mad. Paul of Tomkins being up the outside. Look, it's not important. It's not important. I, uh, it's because it, this is what's going on. He should be in here, and we should be over there because he produced. Yeah. Oh, Matt Gorley, oh, there, right? Oh, sort of the, is... the center Venn, Venn diagram of the whole thing. Very nice. What's uh, going what? on? Oh, oh no! What's up, busted. guys? I'm going live. Oh you shit! Get busted. Uh, what are you doing? We're in tr- uh, Our parents are mad. Uh, I'm sweating so. <laughs> we're not. Much. We're not using the mics. We're pra- oh, we're practicing. Oh, we're just He's got a whole piano. <laughs> we're just- uh, we're practicing. We're now joined by Paul of Tompkins and Matt Gorley. I thought you had a job now. I do. Well, what are you doing this for? <laughs> Who would do this if they had a job? <laughs> yeah, I was sort of telling them the same thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt's yeah, talking this down. I don't need it from you. Let's start taking We're sorry. Up. I want this cleaned up. Oh, we're, sorry. Right. Okay. we're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Write my name on the table. Okay. <laughs> He's never done it. It's always other people. Uh, well, I guess we'll end the show now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and on a high. Uh, Matt, I was going to say before we were, I'm going to say it, rudely interrupted. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, it, was there a particular highlight, like, besides getting on a Herald team, that was, like, the eventual fruit of those 11 classes? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, for the team that I'm on right now, this means nothing to people who don't do heralds every week. Right. But, like, I will say that, like, in the time in my classes, like, the, just getting the muscle memory of doing a particular type of comedy is important. Yeah. Uh, it's not more important than going and doing them, like, in shows. Shows are the thing to do the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's how you learn the most. But... Learning the tools is important, is another important part of it. So I'll say I don't regret the knowledge, but I uh, regret the like consumption mm-hmm. of the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I mean, because so, some of that stuff like really blew it open for me. Like there was a sure. great class I took with Will Hines where one time he was just like, I'm not going to give notes all day. Mm. Uh, and uh, just let us do. So lazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was sort of like, Will. <laughs> 
It's like the teacher that plays. I the got movie. this. I got this class for free. Right. <laughs> you owe me some freaking notes, my man. Um, and, and I don't know, but like he. The, I think the point of that, he had us do three-person heralds, yeah. also, which is impossible, mm-hmm. um, and didn't give us any notes and just let us truly go nuts. And that was, like, really freeing because, like, we then knew we he's like, I, you guys have the tools. I just, I'm not going to tell you what you're doing wrong. And just, like, it's expressing to us, just do it right. And, it's and like, trust yourself. Yeah, yeah. Tr- exactly. Trust yourself. And so that was a very freeing thing, being on a herald team is rewarding in it, in its own way as well but there is also the um to the listeners who have a social life and a herald team is like an, <laughs> an improv team uh at yes. the upright citizens brigade theater yeah and it's that's rewarding i love that i wouldn't trade it for anything it's only re- re- as rewarding as you make it mm-hmm. though and it's also yeah. like it's not any there are people that are not in Herald teams that are much better improvisers than me. Mm-hmm. It's not any bearing on like your skill. I had a good audition, I guess, a, a, a particular year and have managed to stay on for four years. Mm. Um, four more years. Uh, <laughs> that's about you. That's about me. And I don't know if I could do four more. <laughs> I could do one, maybe. Yeah. Matt, just uh, release your emails. Um, I deleted them. I can't. Uh, I think that's the hardest thing, too, about like art in particular is like, it's very hard to measure your own success. Yeah. Um, and especially like if you, I mean, you're kind of always changing the goals too as mm-hmm. you accomplish them. Yeah. So it's like, take a class, uh, go to a practice team, join the yeah. Herald team. And so it can be difficult how quickly that satisfaction of like, hey, I did the thing. And then like the next day, it's like, wait, what's the next thing? And why am I upset that I didn't accomplish that already? Yeah. And like for me, I'm still doing it because I think it's fun. Like I like doing shows with my team. They're very fun and very funny. They make me laugh so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I feel like I have the best. It's cheesy or like probably people have said this before, but I have the best seat because I'm just watching them. And they're like, oh, I should probably, I want to play too. I'm going to play too. Um, I've actually, I've said that about you in particular is that a person who truly, truly loves comedy mm-hmm. because, like, you would not work here all day and then go do that, like, several nights a week yeah. if you didn't, like, love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they make it easy. They make it easier to love because it's just, like, so we, like, have each other's backs. It's, like, a whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Zig was talking last week about, like, finding your, like, group of people mm-hmm. that, like, you can connect to on a on a, like, deep level. And I think, like... For you, like that—that's who that is. It's like even though it's like ephemeral stuff that kind of like disappears like moments later. Yeah, those are the people that like you can connect with and like have a fun time with. Yeah, and like I'll say too, I was on a like I'm on a team that I've been on for three years, but my first year was on a different team, and it was hard, man. Yeah, because like I mean I'm still very good friends. Edgar was on that team, Edgar Montplacier, mm-hmm. and. uh we are still very close friends, and there's a couple of people on that team that I'm still like good friends with that I just don't see as often. Sure. But there was parts of that being on that team that was very hard because there were people on that team that were mean mm-hmm. and like yeah. just like it was hard to be on a team with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I don't hold any like grudge against them. I like I, they were never mean to me, is what I'll say. Yeah. Like I was never, I never felt like a victim of. Uh, bullying or anything but there was there was a lot of toxicity going on uh, in many different directions um so that's tricky and you can get unlucky with that i was then lucky to then be uh picked up uh or you know put on a new team yeah and 
they sort of were like, oh, no, your experience can be like this instead. And like mm-hmm. is much, mm-hmm. a much more loving experience. Mm-hmm. That's what like I think is really difficult about. I have this with like restaurants. You go to a restaurant that a lot of people recommend. Yeah. You have like one bad meal and then you write it off and never go again. Yes. Even though everyone else is like, no, that place is amazing. It's like, oh, my fries were kind of cold. Yeah. Like I, that is like a big post-college like well i'm joining this thing and if your first experience with it is bad you just totally write it off yeah and like i don't know it's great that you like kept going you know what i mean yeah i and like i just feel like i've been so lucky and like even when i was getting those classes as a benefit of uh being an employee that was a very lucky thing because i didn't know that that was possible and i don't want to uh be saying any of that and then not uh, express like full gratitude. No, I think sure. it, it's pretty obvious. Like yeah. what you're critiquing is like your overconsumption, yes. not like the school. Yeah, because like I am also like that. Like I couldn't have afforded to do that. I, I in my life, yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I did not have money young. Mm-hmm. I like uh, dug a deep, deep debt hole for myself that I got myself out of mm-hmm. like truly like maybe like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, that was a lot of hard work to get out of. Uh, and this was mainly online poker, online poker, uh, horse betting. <laughs> uh, uh, well, and I just, I subscribed. Go on. To so many freaking Patreons. <laughs> That's kind of my online gamble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just don't know if you're going to get content this month. Do you, um, and I'm asking this sincerely because I feel like I'm this way. I'm in the Golden Plate Club, I'll just say that. <laughs> do, you, do you have an obsessive personality at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, um, I would say so. Uh, and that, it manifests right, in different ways. <laughs> it manifests in we different ways. <laughs> like, because yeah. sometimes I'll obsess over um, something positive, like, mm-hmm. uh, like oh, I'm going to just be like a very clean, organized mm-hmm. lunatic. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna um, I'm gonna watch TV all day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. gonna watch because like there's and that's you know maybe uh, depression or something. Sure. But I was, I'm just gonna sit and watch an entire season of Fargo in one yeah. sitting. Like I I've done that recently and I enjoyed that. But I'll, I I I don't um, like I don't smoke. I don't drink right now. I might never drink again. Yeah, uh-huh. like. Uh, Cause I just, it hurts my body sure. to do it like acid reflux. Yeah. Um, and I just looked might, at me when he said, acid cause I know reflux. you have it too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's acid reflux, but I just hate drinking yeah. with yeah. a passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't invite me. Yeah. Well, and I, I looked at you because I know Kevin's a I'm lush. drunk, uh, <laughs> but, um, I, so I just might never do it again. And like, not that that was ever a big issue for me. Yeah, the right. one that would have to stop the most is ice cream. Me Ice cream is my big one. That's my vice. Yeah, sure. it's my biggest vice. Must be mm-hmm. nice. Hey, cream. Must be nice, guys. Just maybe think about who you're in the room with next time. You know, this is I gotta pull up, pull up. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, you like green tea ice cream. <laughs> It's good. And it's very good. It's a delicious treat. Why well, do I want to just put this entire? I need to do a green tea because you're hungry. Yeah. Uh, I want to do a green tea ice cream. Oh my god! Can I tell you something? You. It's like a perfect ice cream. Okay. So recently, oh. I've been going to Starbucks. <laughs> Not to brag. Um, I've been going to Starbucks. I have been drinking matcha water. Whoa. So now I saw the photos, and I was gonna angrily call you. It doesn't look good. It's in fact, it looks incredible. Bad. It is water. 
Wait for it. I didn't know we were shilling for uh, Howard Schultz on this podcast. <laughs> He's got some good ideas. Um, <laughs> it's water, three to four scoops of matcha, of matcha, depending yeah. on how much of that flavor yeah. you want. Some ice. Yeah. If they're nice, they'll shake it up for you. If that would not, be good. You have to shake it up yourself. Hmm. And then sometimes Starbucks is charge, and other times they don't. For, they don't. So not, sometimes you're not getting charged for this matcha water. No, and I don't know if I'm making someone lose their jobs, but I went to a Starbucks. I'll say it, West Olive Avenue, oh. and they drag, <laughs> and they, and someone there was like, she was so nice. I was like, hey, how's your day going? Uh, she's like, good. I was like, hey, I don't mean to be a sociopath, but can I have matcha water? And she was like, sure. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And she was like, don't even worry she's about like, it. Are you okay? Yeah, she she put her hand on my you shoulder. Sure? You're sure? <laughs> yeah, I was shaking. Um, and she was like, don't worry about it. I spill more matcha than this on a daily basis. It's that's just kind of matcha. a flex. Yeah, I'm so matcha. bad at this job. They're not even gonna know. She's trying to flex on Fell me. Fell off the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got flexed on. Um, I do think I I am obsessive though. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, there's certain things that I know. Not to participate in uh, hard drugs, for example, just mm. won't do it because they seem great. Um, <laughs> gambling can't yeah. really just like I know for a fact that I just shouldn't do it because I love video games. I'm like, oh, Me like if the gamification of possibly getting more money seems great. Right. Um, I could be obsessive in a healthier way, probably by going to mm. the freaking gym once in a while. Uh, Me too. But I also, yeah, I I mean, you have to be obsessed. With something, I think, to master it. Not that I'm an improv master. No, but like to get closer <laughs> to success, you yeah. you have to have. Like I think you have to intent and like focus. It's fun. I kind of go back and forth with this because I think like moderation is a superpower. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> it's all into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're just turning out She-Hulk. hits left and right. <laughs> the modern man. Oh, we'll see. Oh, I already got the no. Um, uh, so, like, I think it's like moderation is so healthy and important, and definitely taken what, for granted. Of what is this a subreddit <laughs> where you need moderation? I think I do. Is this a divorce proceeding? <laughs> I think it is. Um, oh, what is this? <laughs> what is this? An ice cream that you want something changed on? Oh, sorry, that's a modification. <laughs> Someone should come in and kick all of our asses. I know, and I feel like that's what happened with Paul Tomkins and Mike Orley. It was a warning. I was like, I didn't like how unconfident I was with them, but then in retrospect, I'm like, okay, I deserved it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, moderation is cool. That's it. <laughs> um, should we mosey? Let's mosey. Uh, welcome to convert. Nope. <laughs> uh, maybe do with Matt. Matt. <laughs> Matt, what is something that you would recommend? Shout out, plug, sponsor. Not plug, because this is the end right. of the show. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but what's something that you would recommend, like a piece of advice that you would give to yourself or to And others? like a 15-minute story behind it. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I think, I I don't know. I'm a big fan of now sort of like taking time for yourself mm. and like knowing. Talking about jerking <laughs> Yeah, talking about fucking pulling putt, yeah. Joint City. Oh, God. That's nasty, dude. Dude, that's so gross. It's actually I, f- it rules. 
wait a second. I think I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm saying like, there's just times. So Hi, mom and dad. Thanks for listening. Hi, Mr. Mr. You've raised a nice son. Um, <laughs> They're like, we have. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just like things in this world. Everyone's doing something for somebody else. You're mm. always doing something for somebody else. You're always doing something for uh, like work or like a loved one, which is good. All those things are good. Mm-hmm. I've, I've recently like, um, tried to very, uh, like very much be like, okay, I just need a second. Mm-hmm. I just need one second. And it's like, you know, that's my reading at the right. end of the day. That's my, uh, or that's my, I'm not going to go hang out at yeah. birds. That's yeah. my, I'm going to go straight home and I'm just going to go relax. Uh, that's like, it's important. And like, I think you also just need to know like your, like your own worth sometimes too. I've started to say no to things mm-hmm. like that. I just don't want to do. Do yeah. you regret your decision to come on this podcast? Well, <laughs> we're not done. I think if you have me on again, I'll have a different one. Okay. Fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll say, so my first time on, uh-huh. that was my maybe. Done. No, uh, <laughs> I think no, it's just yeah, you gotta take time for yourself and you gotta like I I am I like being outside now. And that's mm-hmm. something that I didn't used to like. And that's because my girlfriend is smart and good mm-hmm. and is like you actually do need to be in the sun because like the sun makes you feel good. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, like I like that. I like going because going on a walk feels good, uh too. And I don't know. I just think having time outside, even if it's with somebody or by yourself, is good. And I also think like I don't know. To be, be best. Be the best. Be the best. Like no, but like truly, like just put yourself out there too, because like there's just so, like I don't know, life's short, and yeah. like you don't get as many opportunities as you think you might get sometimes. So like you gotta just like shoot shots, you know? Yeah. And yeah. like get out there, just like yeah, make yourself, make your presence known, make make people know that you're like willing to work hard and like and that not you're that you're not trying to skip anything either yeah. you're like willing to put in some work because like once you put in putting in work feels good and once you put in work people like respect it and like i don't know there's just a lot of people that are lazy and don't do anything yeah to that to that point i will say like if you if you know that you are generally not a lazy person yeah. if you know that if you watched whiplash and were like i want that too because i think that yeah. i also felt the same way um and then proceeded to do nothing about it but yeah I, you're still in high school and look at you now <laughs> um <laughs> i just went home and started practicing producing podcasts whatever, <laughs> whatever that looks like just apologize not I my luffs <laughs> yeah. and um Nick and I, mitch just screaming <laughs> but, but i will say and i this is not to do with Nick or mitch it's yeah. like if you if you if you don't feel satisfied with the work that you're doing maybe consider like you know Switching it up a little. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had jobs I hated before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I worked... Mm. <laughs> sure, yeah. I worked at a nice restaurant. Yeah. And... Hated it. It was awful, because yeah. I was just, like, answering the phone and, like, getting screamed at. Just, yeah. like, for not having a table at 7 o'clock on Friday at, like, 6.30 when they were calling. Sure. It's like, fuck that. Like, yeah. don't do yeah. that. Like, that's a job you shouldn't do if you don't like it. Yeah. I did it for, like, one calendar year. 
and I hated it. Yeah. Mm. Don't do things you hate. Yeah, oh. don't do things you hate. Sometimes uh, it's a privilege. Right, to, exactly. Of course, you can't. If, if, if you, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was stuck in it for a year. And this is a purely, uh, <laughs> this podcast is only for the 1%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we were sh- uh, hawking uh, uh, Howard Schultz over here uh-huh. earlier. <laughs> that matcha water, that's not even available to the public. It's, you didn't, the only reason she didn't charge you for it is because she saw the gold watch that I had on. And <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, "This like, one's on the house, <laughs> Richie Rich." I, I, um, I will say, and I didn't get to say this earlier, and please forgive me, everyone, God, and my parents, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I like my sense of community. Like, I was gonna ask you, Kevin, like, if you, what is your equivalent to Matt's having a Herald team? Because mine is going to the Chipotle. And because I recognize the people there and they recognize me and that's when I feel the most connected to my community. That's like a joke. I need more friends, but like, <laughs> I, I was just curious what yours would be. You gotta talk to Conan. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like a, a few friends that I've known like my whole time in LA. Definitely like seeing them. Right. Uh, similar to Matt, like just spending like quality time with Leah and not a like, we're both exhausted and trying to start a movie at 1030 when we know neither yeah. of us will stay awake to finish yeah. it. Do you have any best friends that you're neglecting to bring up? Oh, and maybe someone who's named yeah, the Y song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. I meant Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're joking. Of course, we're all joking. We all have like things outside of our, we'll call them worlds that ground us and like make us like yeah. happy that mm-hmm. are maybe not as accessible though like your friends your all your closest friends are in your hometown uh chicago mm-hmm. and the bears <laughs> very good uh and like i have a i'm from here from mm-hmm. los angeles so like i have a bunch of my like i've had friends the same friends for like 20 years yeah because like, i just know them uh from school yeah and i was all i was with a bunch of them last weekend and i was like and by the end of it i was like oh my god i'm gonna strangle all of you yeah, yeah. but I love them. Yeah. And they're like part of what makes me me. Like, mm. because it's just like, oh, they, they know me in a way that nobody, even people on my improv team probably know me because mm. they've seen me as a kid, like crying because a kid pushed me, yeah. you know? I, I was telling you song a few, a few weeks ago when I went back home, like a hometown friend of a decade, we got in such a heated like fight that he started to cry. I mean, part of it was he, he was drunk, but mm, it was yes. like, having that realization of like, oh, we aren't the same people anymore. Yeah. Like this is, you know, unfortunately people change yeah. or, and for the better. You you change and you stay the same though. It's like both. I think like definitely like realizing life is short and take chances is a thing. It, it's very valuable. And I don't think we talk about that enough. Because mm, um, we're cowards. Yes. And we don't take chances. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do like that. I was thinking about that. Uh, this week with the death of Kobe Bryant, like yeah. a lot of people have been talking about uh, just how young he was and mm-hmm. his daughter and how horrible, you know, like his Yeah, teenage, it's a tragic passing. Yeah, right? it really is. And like Hayes was saying on like LA podcasts, like it merely makes you realize how short life can be yeah. and that we don't get to decide like, okay, and I said at 86 is when I'm dead. So, yeah. you know, so like, you don't know what can happen. And like, uh, some, you know, I feel like I started making a lot of like major life choices when my 
at the time, 19-year-old sister was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And it really made me think, and she's okay now, but it really, like, put things in perspective of, yeah. like, oh, anything, truly anything can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it is helpful to remember that. Not every single day when you wake up, like, I could die and I should do things. <laughs> yeah, that's debilitating. But, uh, that's a pathology. And I also think it's kind of dangerous to think about it in that, that scary way of like waking up thinking about uh, other people who have died young, but just like trying to like put a like like exactly like you said, like a positive spin on it is is very helpful and a thing that you know we we're talking about like moderation, like that's a that's a good thing to like come back to like every now and then, like how am I doing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and it's like I don't know, it's healthy to miss things and like mm-hmm. miss people, um, and. It's, I don't know, you don't want to, because I'm, I feel like I'm a very positive guy and a lot of people look to me for like positive, like reinforcement. And that yeah, is absolutely like, dr- like that can be drain sure. you for sure. Like, and so like I have sort of just taken a step back in a lot of many, in a lot of different ways, like just from various groups of people, because it's like, oh, like I don't have as much energy to give you as yeah. you need to take. And I think that's, like, also, like, unfair, and I wish that was a thing people realized is, like, um, if you're only talking to a very positive person, like, that's not a friendship. That's, like, a person you're pinning to be your therapist, basically, Mm -hmm. and it is nice that you have a positive person in your life, but – and this sounds like I'm subtweeting. I'm not, but – at them make sure like ask how them ask came. how they're doing you know what yeah. i mean like no and it's yeah absolutely because it's just sort of like i don't i don't know i some, i can't just give everybody all of it yeah you know, I, you, I need some for me you should be allowed to have bad days yeah um yeah you should lament the existence of everyone <laughs> occasionally Look, I'll, oh. I'll say it life is pain yeah, <laughs> Woo! yeah pain is life <laughs> um matt you song kevin is there anything? I mean, one, thank you for fucking coming here. Please. This is a joy. Is there anything that you would like to shout out? Where uh, can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca. Check out the shows I work on. You know, what are they? <laughs> Culture, Culture Kings, Kings. How Did This, how this Get, get played, played? Improv for Humans. Improv for Humans. Query. Query. All great shows. All absolute bangers, if you ask me. It was pretty funny that we talked about the 27 improv classes you uh, took, and then Gorley and PFT came in, and we all just collectively folded. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just couldn't even play ball with them at all. I'm on a team. Couldn't even do it in front of two people I respect with my entire life. And we won't be thinking about it later. No. Not at all. I don't... I won't think about how... Paul has been absolutely one of my heroes for maybe 15 years and how Gorley is the man I aspire to be. Mm-hmm. I won't think about it. Same. Me too, and I refuse. You can check out Candy Dinner with me and Iffy Wadiway. That's a podcast that comes out sometimes. It's very fun. And I have another podcast called... What's with these homies talking about Weezer? 
where I talk about Weezer with people who don't want to. <laughs> and that's really fun also. And I don't know when. I've been thinking about it a lot. I have another one coming out where it's like the Weezer show, but it's Beastie Boys. That's going to happen at some point. It rocks so much. I sat in on an episode. Thank you, King. Buckle up. Fasten your fucking seatbelt. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. We'll be right back. Kevin, you saw Matt's gone. Finally. That was so great. I know. I don't know if I've ever had a conversation with him that wasn't like a Bart Simpson's quote. <laughs> so it was nice to uh, dig deep with Mr. Apodaca. Eat my shorts. Welcome to... Nice. Good job. Lessons Learned, uh, the segment where uh, we tell you some of the lessons that we've learned this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, or on this show. Or in life. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, would you like to begin? Ooh. I have four words written down, and I'm trying to remember the story that was behind it. So... No, I would not. <laughs> All right, here's... Uh, Kevin, do you remember when Paul F. Tompkins and Matt Gorley entered the room? I do. <laughs> we should have a plan. Because I did not like how nervous I got and how silent I got. Uh, yeah, we should have, like, a, a trick question. Like, yeah. monologue joke, go. And right. they'll rather crush or leave, which both is a win. Yeah. So that we don't look like, <laughs> like we took the L. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for them to coming on the show. Hope they don't mind that we tag them in the keywords. You fools. <laughs> you fool. We knew it all along. You just made us stronger. <laughs> um, my other lesson learned is that, Kevin, I... So, like Zig mentioned last week, our writer's room had, or should I... Had a ham. Yeah. The ham is no longer. But on one of the days... Um, you know, someone, I was like, going to get snacks, and then someone was like, can you get some mozzarella so that we can go with the ham? And I was like, sure. And, uh, and uh, our showrunner was like, another writer will slice the ham so that when you come back with the mozzarella, uh, it'll be right on time. And I said, uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven, hmm. to which no one laughed. The point of that Why story not? Is, the point of that story is don't make Ocean's Eleven jokes, okay? I love Ocean's Eleven jokes. It, it apparently popped out of the zeitgeist. Well, it's popping back in, baby. <laughs> I remembered my story. Oh, please. Um, I almost bought a spin bike this week. And I just want to say <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't. They're very expensive. How much are they? They're like $1,500. What? Excuse me? Yeah. And I went, is this actually a good thing to do with my money? Um, this is coming from a person who quit their gym on New Year's Day. <laughs> um, what I did do was buy, um, basically, I don't know how to describe this to the listener, but it's like pedals and you can sit in a chair and pedal. Does it look ridiculous? Probably. Did I buy it? Yeah, it was affordable. And that's going to be my test. Now... My story with this is um, uh, the price was the first alarm. The second alarm was I don't have enough space in my place. 
uh, to keep this disgrace. Um, so my first response was, I should move. Like, <laughs> Leah and I should move to accommodate this bike that I today decided I wanted. Um, and then in that book that I referenced earlier, 10% Happier, mm -hmm. uh, they discuss responding versus reacting. And I was like, go on. Uh, and basically they were saying like a lot of times we go with our gut response before like thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this is very stupid of me to be looking at two bedroom apartments uh, like with um, more space instead of thinking, do I actually really want a spin bike? <laughs> is this a dangerous headspace to have? Uh, so take a breath. <laughs> Use code maybe don't at checkout if you want 10% off of your spin, spin bike. bike. <laughs> These deals are spinning. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I've never used a promo code. Kevin! Go home. <laughs> See you next week. Oh. Wow. Wasn't it kind of fucked up that after Matt left, he said, fuck you guys, you'll never succeed in this industry. This podcast sucks. I'll always be funnier than you. I'm going to hire some guys to break your ankles. Yeah. That um, was kind of fucked up. But that's I mean, I work with him, so like I right. hear that every day. And so. I guess that's kind of just like the UCB mindset that you get after a while. I should have warned you that like that was going to happen. Yeah, that was really, really scary. He also left this like weird note. I mean, he leaves me a lot of notes, mm -hmm. like threats, but this one says... Wait, Kevin, before you read that note. Sure. Are things... Uh, I think I'm just really insecure after the whole P.F. Tompkins thing. Are things okay? What is there to be insecure about? I don't know. He, for context for you, he... Uh, crashes people's shows all I, the time. I've listened to it before. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm just a little on edge, and I think everything's my fault. Uh, you did great. Thank you. And it was very funny. Check, please. And I think the more we discuss it, the more the listeners will continue to not like us. True. True. Um, Do you want to read the note that he left? Oh, yeah. Um, it says, hey, guys, fuck you, and also... Secret ending, secret ending, secret ending. Hey, wow. I'm not insecure at all, you big dumb dumb. Okay. <laughs> we're actually super confident. Yeah, that whole thing confident. was a bit. Yeah. If you thought we were insecure, <laughs> that was a, uh, that was a good joke we did. Yeah. Classic comedy. Hey, we want to thank everyone who's been supporting <laughs> us on Anchor.fm. Thank you genuinely to everyone who's sponsoring us on Hank Anchor. M and Nina L. Hey, thank you so oh, much. Oh, that's my friend Nina. Really? Yeah, she uh, she and I are college friends. Wow. Uh, we're on the same sketch team. If, if if that's the Nina, I think it, it is. It could be. It could be. She's the one that I told the Disney story about. The nice. Getting the yeah, I remember one. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout um, out to Nina. Thanks, Nina. And Hank, don't think we're like focusing on <laughs> Nina. Hey, Hank. Um, because I know you're my college friend. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't talk about that much. But uh, thank you both. Thank you both very, very much. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>